What are cryptocurrencies? Hey, hey, hey. What are NFTs? A non-fungible token. Time to buy Bitcoin. Bitcoin just seems like a scam. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Bitcoin! Hello everyone, welcome back to On The Ledger. I'm your host, Moaz Sayed, and we're back once again on the Parisian Rendezvous, this time for an exploration of education in the world of digital assets. A Ledger, as you may know, our mission is to empower you to navigate the world of cryptocurrency safely, uh, focusing obviously on self-custody through products, services, and of course, education. Uh, but as you know, traditional education can often be tedious and too theoretical. Uh, making it challenging for many of us to invest time in this vital, yet often intimidating and incentive-lacking topic. Uh, so last year, uh, we took a bold step into gaming in the metaverse with School of Block, uh, which was the first school of its kind, uh, where you could learn, play and earn rewards uh, to become a crypto security expert. Um, with over 300,000 players, 100,000 graduates and numerous awards, this was, um, you know, a pretty decent success. And the reason why we did it is that we wanted to make education more fun, engaging, and incentive-driven. Um, and, you know, we didn't stop there. Uh, today, we're actually thrilled to introduce uh, Into the Factory, which is our second Ledgerverse episode. This immersive experience aims to elevate gaming, uh, storytelling, product exploration, and education to a new level. Um, in this episode, we'll explore bringing Ledger's factory into the metaverse, delving into the history of the company, uh, meeting and treating characters, and uh, as a player, you're going to be able to create your own ledgers uh, and face unique challenges to learn more about crypto security. Um, but that's not all. You're actually going to be interacting with captivating content uh, from some of our amazing partners, such as Deathfellas, Clay Nation, and Agoria, uh, to claim exclusive rewards. Uh, Into the Factory is now live on the Sandbox uh, until the end of the month. And today we delve into the initiative's backstory, its features, exclu exclusive content, and hidden surprises with Max Videl, co-founder of Swipeback, and uh, Fabrice Tarzinskas. Uh, your family name <laughs> is pretty hard to pronounce, I hope yeah, I didn't torture it. So you're a creative technologist and producer. Uh, Swipeback has been uh, our partner for about two years now. Uh, they're the amazing creative minds behind School of Blog, uh, but they're also the folks that helped us build into the factory. Uh, and today we're really going to be diving into a variety of different things together. But first of all, Max and Fabrice, why don't you introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit more about Swipeback and about where you both came from? Yeah, sure. So maybe Fab will take it and then you can... Uh can follow up. Uh, so I'm Max, the founder and creative director of Swipeback. Uh, basically, we're a creative studio and we, we, we love finding the new mediums and the new way uh, that a brand can uh, tell his story or her story. Uh, what's interesting with, with, um, with uh, this kind of format is that we're actually creating new jobs uh, that you don't usually see in advertising. Uh, and it's particularly true uh, for the work we did with Ledger. So we, we have a group of 20 to 25 talented people ranging from uh, you know, your, your typical art director to uh, quest writers, uh, level designers, and this kind of stuff. So, and also we have Fabrice the Wizard, and I'll let him uh, introduce himself. Thanks for such an introduction. Uh, I'm Fabrice. Uh, 
Stars Cast. Uh, even I butcher my own name, so it's fine. <laughs> um, um, uh, we've been we met with Max over ten years ago uh, in a studio in an agency called We Are Social, and we never uh, stopped to cross paths uh, uh, since then. Um, I'm um, lead creative technology and uh, creative producer at Swaback, and what is amazing about this position right now is the fact that. You can have ideas, you can have clients that actually trust yourself. It's not even clients, it's more like partners. But when it's go, then you need to build it. Then you need to make it understandable, doable. Um, you need to get the team on and actually build the damn thing that nobody built before. And this is what makes the job exciting to me. And this is why every new project that we need to break ice on, something we never did before, most of the time, I have the chance to be the lead on this one. Uh, so we did that for Animal Crossing. We did that for the Sandbox. Um, and this is every day a new thing. And this is passionating, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty interesting that the three of us started in, in the world of marketing and advertising. And, and we ended up where we are today. Um, I, you know, kind of, you know, switched uh, roles and, and became more, of you know, working on the marketing side, uh, and, and on the client side, as you guys say. And, and you guys have just made advertising evolve into what it is today. And, um, you know, it feels like the word advertising isn't suitable anymore, right? Because advertising is all about um, selling something at the end, which is like the end goal of, of whatever initiative that, that you're doing, whether even if you're building a brand and working on like the overall awareness uh, campaign there's always the sale that usually happens at some point and the value that you're providing is very limited whereas when you think about what you could do within like gaming environments you're actually providing a lot more value pre-purchase um, and the way we've thought about it at ledger is that educated people end up becoming ledger customers so actually providing the educational value will lead to sale but the objective of every single initiative that we do is not necessarily sales driven. Um, and, and that really like, you know, lays the foundation to the following question, which is like, what is the ledger verse and what was school of blog? Um, and we kind of talked about that in the introduction, like one of the biggest challenges that we faced while knowing that educated, educated people end up becoming ledger customers is the fact that education is in the Web3 space is tedious. It's often done using Web2 mediums uh, and it doesn't necessarily happen uh, within the Web3 experience itself. You often learn about like Web3 outside of Web3 and then you're like, okay, you know, now that you've learned about X, Y, and Z, uh, you can go and, and experience, uh, you know, whatever platform by yourself. So um, I think that was like the initial insight that we, we came to you guys with. Yeah. Uh, maybe Max or, or, or Fabrice, tell us a little bit more about the Ledgerverse School of Block, which was the first episode and about how you perceived that brief and, and experience from um, your, your point of view. Yeah, so maybe I can take this one because I really liked the first time we talked about this more, uh, probably two years ago now. Uh, I really like the approach of we're not trying to do a one-time thing. It might be a one-time thing if we don't do it correctly, right? But we, it can also become a new way of uh, learning. It can be a new way of educating and it actually solves a problem. So it's, it's, it's kind of a hybrid uh, marketing item, you know, in, what, in, a, in a way, you want to sell a product, but in the other way, you're also providing uh, va valuable information. And uh, it really completes your mission, uh, that, that is to protect the users in the Web3 space. 
so the initial uh, strategy for us was was super exciting, and then then we were like, okay, so what can we do, uh, and how can we turn this uh, complicated elements into something that's fun, engaging, uh, and that won't be too complicated for people to navigate. So that was the the initial point. Uh, and just one quick note: uh, it's fun to see that we actually won globally marketing uh, awards uh, with with this thing that was supposed to be a web free niche in the end it turned out to be an effective uh, you know an effective brand effort to 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 to, to do something uh, interesting and valuable for the users so I don't know how, how much in depth you want me to go uh, into the how we developed the school of blog but uh, we really had initially this idea of creating a school you know like Hogwarts in, in Harry Potter or something like that you know everybody can relate to this it's like an American university or European university you come here there's some students uh, there's some professors uh, and very quickly you understand that that some there's more that you can find more that's hidden in the experience and it's only like quick bites of education uh it gives you the, the 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 core information if you want to to learn more about a given topic you can always refer to the global uh, leisure ecosystem uh the website uh some you've done some really nice videos in the past uh and then you get challenged you get challenged and you have to graduate obviously uh, like in every university uh and there is some you know i, I won't spoil everything because the map uh, will probably be available soon uh but you can uh, you can take on challenges uh some fights uh, gather some cool armors and you know everything that makes the game interesting in the end so totally. regarding like the the success uh i think the, we we did it you know <laughs> i think it was an interesting an interesting uh, game and an inter interesting way to educate people i think what was really interesting like even when we started thinking about it in the, from the get-go was to go on ledger academy uh and see what were the you know four or five main pillars that we wanted every single beginner to be aware of when they, when they started their their crypto journey right and i think most of this content was educational content and users were absorbing this education in, in a very passive way they weren't an active participant in the educational experience and and when we you know started thinking about how could we do education in a more web3 native way we're like, okay, what are the platforms that are currently available to us that enable people to experience the technology while they learn about it? And at this point, the whole conversation around the metaverse was taking a whole different dimension. Uh, and and when we spoke, and and you know when we did that those first meetings with you guys, I was very impressed by your ability to take education um, material, educational material, and and transform it into uh, a story arc and bring in characters and bring in NPCs and make sure that every single educational message that we wanted to hit was actually embodied by certain quests with different characters. And, you know, um, Ariel often says that people don't necessarily remember, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the education you give them, but more like the song that they like or the movie that they like. And I think when when we start thinking about that, when we brought in the gaming factor into it, it was really, you know, connecting the dots between storytelling, um, you know, gaming and then education and, and, and Web3 all in like one experience that is driven by incentives. It's like, it's not, you're not just learning to learn, you're learning to actually like collect things and access experiences. Um, which was fascinating. Fabrice, your 
probably the mastermind behind most of the storytelling and character development things. Quickly, before we move over to into the factory, just tell us how you perceive School of Blog from your perspective. And then how does this create a link with what we're currently building uh, and what we've built, actually, and we're currently um, you know, deploying on the sandbox? What is interesting to me is that uh, being also an actual teacher on the side, <laughs> Uh, education. You're actually in the not... classroom right now. Most yeah, people don't yeah, know that, but I you am, are. <laughs> you want to see the black box? Yeah. Um, yeah the, sorry for the fake thing. Um, the, um, be, being a teacher on the side, you don't tell people. You put the context in which people will experience by themselves and learn by themselves. This is the way things work. So. Uh, we didn't try to make the best jokes or the best character or we try to go from a UX perspective uh, in what state do we need the player to be in in terms of game design, emotionally, uh, in attaching the character and from this particular experience and this particular um, uh, uh, target audience develop a world around because we've got a lot of fiction, you take Netflix, you take whatever they can pump up shows, AI-based scenarios, everything. Content can be made at an unprecedented scale. What we need is the tailor thing aspect of it. Um, so starting from this particular journey, this particular brand, uh, or particular relationship, this is where we stacked everything. And uh, just, for example, a quick... Um, the way we built the machines at the beginning, like the big machines, they were supposed to be foes. But the more we learned about them, the more we gave them the ability to roam inside, they became the guardian, the people that are with you. And for example, uh, the headmaster of the school, uh, Cassie, it, she should, it was designed to be the, uh, the, the shop owner. And then we realized that the robot with his British accent and that was more like the... So we, we kept the world uh, living and we kept iterating on it. And we gave ourselves the permission not to be uh, obligated to trust our initial ideas. And when you start building world as system are variable, we are an input from an intern, we are an input from somebody outside of the team that's just playing in the map, uh, uh, having an idea and saying something and being able to make the world evolve. Like I may be the mastermind of the system, but the people and the input people put in are what make the world alive and appropriable. So. The, I, I, I talk a lot about systems, a lot of the time. Um, and this is absolutely valuable for uh, the, the, into the factory because the map is huge compared to that. And then you can't be the only one person handling the system. You need to give the system, you need to empower people with the system in the world. And quick comparison with the Lord of the Rings, for example. Uh, before writing the Lord of the Rings, uh, Tolkien uh, wrote the Silmarillion which is all the story of all the wars, of all everything, all the system. And once the system is done, then you can deploy story and you can allow people to bring their own story. This is why you got fan fiction and stuff like that. So building a system that is understandable, but more than appropriate for new people to come, this is where you got a living world. And this is how we built uh, the, from the ground up. This is what we designed uh, the School of Block to be. And we are, taking, we are grabbing the fruits of that now because the character we grew, we can put back in uh, and in a grown-up form in, uh, into the factory. So you're basically creating bridges between those different experiences 
through the presence of, of these characters that will be accompanying the players uh, from one map to another. And, and not only that, I think, you know, to get back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago, like uh, talking about like the advertising in a more general sense and marketing, we, we're seeing like it, it very radical change of mediums. Like actually gaming becomes a medium for education for brand awareness for brand building for engagement for inter interaction and, and crm and when you think about this uh point of being able to have characters that create that common thread between your different experiences you definitely have the characters but you also have what you collect and i think what's super interesting is that you know in, in school of blog what you guys came up with as a kind of a proof of knowledge uh type of um, collectibles was the ledger shield, right? Like at every single mission, uh, when you complete one quest, you get a piece of the ledger shield. If you complete the whole map, you get the full ledger shield. Uh, and then that ledger shield is an NFT in your wallet. It proves that you've completed the first map. It proves that you were with uh, some, you know, with ledger on the sandbox at a given point on a given date, it's on the blockchain. And aside from that, you are actually identified as a, uh, being amongst a, a specific, you know, group of people that can benefit from things down the road because they have that NFT in their wallet. And now that there's a second map, you guys are actually making that evolve because you start off with your with your with your shield, but that shield is evolving during the game. Can you tell us more about the the thought process behind character development and the link between the different experiences, but also the collectible and element and how that is is really like interesting from a crm standpoint yeah sure um so when we designed the first map we didn't knew for sure that we would be doing a second one right so we we put these characters and we started a story that can be way bigger than it actually is in the map we actually hidden a lot of stuff that we didn't even use and it's still like lying on the ground uh for people who want to try to explore uh and yeah, we, we really wanted to be the start of a journey, a meaningful start that could be a standalone adventure, but something also that we can pick up uh, for, for a second episode. And so this is what happened. Uh, and we want we really want people to pick up uh, after what they've achieved in the in the first map. So they will arrive with a set of knowledge, right? And, and everything they've unlocked. Uh, and then it starts again. So they were supposed to be the true master of crypto security in map one. Now they're the truest master of crypto security in map two. Uh, and they're going to they're gonna learn new stuff around hardware. Uh, the character they've seen before uh, is going to be completed by a new cast of character, but some, some character will stay and maybe they have a bigger role to play in all of this uh, tomorrow. Who knows? Uh, and yeah, it, it, it's supposed to be to feel like you're, you just graduated from School of Block and then you're you're drafted to go to uh, to the Ledgerplex and then you're going to learn a lot of stuff and you're going to get your, your skills tested again. And obviously your armor is going to be even shinier than before, you know? Uh, so yeah, we're really pulling the thread of what has been done previously and trying to make it an even more bigger and more epic adventure. For the CRM part, um, so what's interesting with this is that we can tell that people completed either of the map or both experiences by uh, the NFTs and items that they, they unlocked. So this uh, is a proof of, we, we all call it a proof of knowledge NFT, meaning that it proves that people completed uh, this curriculum uh, and have been awarded with a, with a non-chain uh, diploma, right? 
uh, this can be used in a funnel that goes way beyond uh, the experiences. It could be used on the Ledger website, for example. You can tell, okay, this this uh, participant completed both maps, so he has an extensive knowledge on the hardware and software part of things. Uh, and so maybe it allows him to purchase a special Ledger, or maybe it allows him to do something uh, cooler down the line, you know. Uh, and it really goes beyond uh, what's what's happening in these experiences, and it really opens uh, uh, the field to to even more creative uh, creative outputs, and but also things that are uh, beneficial for for the the users. And to get more into into the factory, so we spoke about School of Block, we spoke about the different characters, the fact that you could port, you know, your um, um, collectibles from the first map to the second map, and now. We want to talk a little bit more about the second map. We It's called Into the Factory. Obviously, it's a factory. Ledger Plex, it's uh, Ledger's real factory, like the real name of, of Ledger's factory that is located in Vierzon. Uh, Vierzon is a town that's about a couple of hours away from Paris. Um, so, you know, Fabrice, tell us a little bit more about the map and about how you... Um, thought about the whole build because obviously the ledger plex is a real place and and you guys replicated a lot of things that are actually uh in the physical world um so you know tell us a little bit more about the map and what's in it for for, for the users um the idea behind the plex was uh was to bring back uh, some aspect of real-world uh, implications. So first School of Block was an island in the metaverse. Uh, you can relate emotionally to it. You bring people. But uh, Ledgerplex is the way we bridge with reality because you've got Lord Gadget in front of Ariel uh, in the Plex <laughs> and then wh wh whatever we build is not connected to the real place. We can uh, pay respect to the real people that do real work, real engineering work, real design work. And we actually came to Vierzon. <laughs> we actually came to Vierzon to visit the whole thing, to get inspired. We've seen people assembling ledgers. We've seen the museum. When you go to the gallery, we've seen this exact gallery. Uh, in the So um, it is something to show the true nature of what's being built because being security uh, for um, immaterial things is super abstract, but we've seen the artwork that has been made that is real, and it was, uh, it was necessary for us to, to build that. And also something you barely see in the sandbox, the building is not aligned with the squares, so it was a pain. It was an absolute pain. Your building is like diagonal from every standpoint. So for sandbox, it's not ideal. So we had to remodel everything. But uh, it's like a like one two-story building. So we had all the liberty underneath to build whatever we want. And so we could reconnect from the wide variety of stuff. And quick note uh, about that. But uh, shout out to Jean that got the idea uh, from the from the swipe back team. Um, we also, uh, to get uh, immersion on the map, we even got a list of uh, animal species that actually populate Vierzon area to remodel them in voxel to have them roam around the thing. So it's like, it's like a permanent bridge between what's real uh, in terms of concrete and what's real but in a digital form. And I think this is a statement that emotional, that knowledge, and that connection we build with people online, that ownership of digital assets are not less real than an actual building, than an actual place. 
and uh, ledger um, plex is a, like the, the into the factory is a way for us to finally connect the dots to something that's really real it's always been real but we make a point in like uh, is it fiction is it reality the emotion we have and the and the game the game we play uh, makes uh, a lot of knowledge and something real and this is definitely what we wanted to achieve like to bring all these people all these people and uh, characters together and not say there is a digital version of it and an actual version of it everything is intertwined and this is what web3 is about so that's that was definitely the um, the end goal so max why don't you tell us more um you know as a user what will be like the different steps that you're going to be going through in the ledger plex and uh, what will you learn out of it and i i don't want you to spoil everything but i know there yeah. are a few like <laughs> nice side quests and easter eggs uh, that people can expect so don't give everything, but give us enough for us to be interested. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we really took inspiration from, uh, you know, pop culture and uh, you can find some James Bond elements and, you know, this kind of things. Uh, so basically the way it happens, you just arrived. So it's a continuation of map one, but you can also pick pick up the story here. Uh, you're greeted by uh, by Ariel uh, that tells you the basics, uh, and then you're you're asked to enter the factory. Uh, in the factory, you're gonna you're gonna meet uh, key people at Ledger uh, that has been heavily uh, implicated into the production of of and the way that ledgers are today um, and then they're going to tell you uh, a bit more about the manufacturing process the uh, the hardware process you're you're going to be able to visit a nice memorabilia uh, museum of you know lots of uh, ledger relics uh, we worked really tightly with the team you know to to identify which elements of the ledger's uh, storyline is uh, super important to be there so feel free to let us know if you enjoyed this uh, and then once, once you've got all the theoretical theoretical knowledge, then things start to get a bit crazy. You know, like Fabrice said, uh, it's in between the real life and the virtual realm. So then, then we get some crazy things going on. Uh, without spoiling it, uh, you're you're gonna go down the rabbit hole quite literally. Yeah, and be greeted by a giant uh, robot uh, rabbit that's going to give you a huge uh, armor upgrade. And the point of this, you know, is like really to, we go from the education phase to, okay, things are getting uh, a bit goofy, but also a bit fun, but the education doesn't stop here. So then you're going to see how ledgers are tested uh, in the lab. Uh, and then, yeah, this up from there it's like real gaming elements uh it's crazy fights uh you're gonna have to uh, go through three main challenges uh hopefully you'll learn a bit uh, along the way on how um how this relates to the way that ledger are, te are tested once you've done all of this congrats uh and then then you have some nice partner quests and uh Basically, we're working like uh, most said at the beginning with uh, Clay Nation, Agoria, Deadfellas. So it's it's also a cool way to integrate people that are key uh, key communities and key artists in the web three culture. Um, and and then there's going to be a, a lot of hidden secrets, obviously. But I won't tell anything about these. Obviously, like the overall experience when the first time you guys presented it uh, to 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 us, I, I was really impressed by the amount of detail that, that went into it. From the characters that were integrated, from you know Nicolas Baca, who's you know a Ledger icon, co-founder of the company, and who's going to be like taking folks through the Ledger history, to you know Charles and Carl doing like the engineering part, to all the people that you've actually integrated from the Vierzon factory, 
and and to <laughs> Fabrice's point, like there's this merge between the real and the and the fiction because all of these characters are merged within uh, tons of other characters that are actually fictional, from you know um, the, the 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 robot and the mentor to you know the 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 different characters that are being ported from the previous mod to you know Archibald and 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 the the you know the different. Um, uh, characters that you'll face in the in the in the dungeon uh and it, it feels like you know this is something that is happening on the sandbox uh and will you know evolve from there down the road and and obviously the fact that it's on the sandbox provides us with the ability to integrate these other partners right like because clay nation has built an experience on the sandbox agoria has built an experience on the sandbox that fellas has also built an experience on the sandbox. So what we've done is be like, you know, hey, we, we've worked together in the past. We've done, you know, a few a few things together. Why don't we bring our characters together and and make sure that we can provide, um, you know, a few engaging quests for people to interact with both brand ecosystems and environments, um, and in in an, in an in-game environment, um. I was rambling and kind of lost my train of thought. But what I was trying to say is that it's it's so interesting because ultimately those characters can end up taking people through other types of experiences on other types of platforms and can become content in, in themselves. Uh, you know, what we've done, what we're doing on social media, for instance, you guys want to speak a little bit more about that? Like how the characters are coming to life and the different like, um, social activations that we've done in School of Blog, but also are, are doing with Into the Factory as well. Because it's not only about gaming, it's just about like education, obviously being at the core of it, and then creating this whole environment that is a gaming environment, but that can also be leveraged on to create content uh, down the road as well. Yeah, for sure. I can I can say a word about it. Uh, we're really trying to, to create impactful characters that uh, you will remember. And uh, like Fabrice said, it's a nod to the actual people that work at Ledger. Uh, at Ledger. Uh, Mo is part of them, by the way. You can find him in the map. Uh, but it's also about creating, uh, you know, uh, a lore. Uh, we really want to create a cultural uh, element that people can refer to and, and that is bigger uh, than, than the way we use it right now. And we can probably tap into it uh, on the side for social media and maybe tomorrow we can tap into it to, uh, to broaden the story. Um, so some, some cool things that we did on, uh, on social media, for example, is like we created a small contest where people could uh, create an NPC. So this was for, more for the first uh, map on the School of Block. Uh, people were asked to create their own little characters, you know, uh, using VoxEdit, which is the software that uh, allows people to create assets for the sandbox. Uh, and they were integrated into the map. Uh, and as, as things goes on, uh, we really we, we really love to get community feedback and in a really meaningful way, uh, create quests uh, with other communities was, was part of it. Uh, we, we've worked hand in hand with all these communities, you know, got their feedback and trying to create some cool assets for social media and really, you know, put the story out there and hopefully have people get interested into the, the experiences. Yeah, and I think that that's definitely like something that, um, we can leverage on in the future in a variety of different ways. All, all of like these kind of type of activations that enable people to actually become part of the story, right? And and have their impact. Like last year when we did the um, the um, uh, golden armor uh, Easter Easter egg, um, 
it was amazing like having someone That's actually like search for the seed phrase on the map and then find the golden armor which was a one-on-one armor so just to give the folks that are listening to us a little bit of context we had the armor for for the map and then there was a golden one-on-one armor fabrice you want you'll explain it probably better than, than yeah. I please, please go uh, ahead you're the designer of this yeah basically uh it was it was a node to the trust that somebody would be determined determined enough to go into the deepest secret that nobody explains. There is always someone or someone's doing out of bounds. There are always someone breaking the, the world. There's always someone. And so we know that because we are gamers. We, we watch speedruns. This is the part of our culture. And so we knew that a good game has an Easter egg. And so we knew that for us to elevate to the rank of not activation, but actual game, so a game that actually respects the players. Uh, for one of the examples is uh, for us is uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild that just uh, 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 trusts the players to be clever and curious enough to discover things on its own. And as soon as you trust the player to do that, it's it's one. So it was messed up around like a lot of codes, a lot of hidden parts, but you had to follow a tedious process. And um, once uh, decrypted, deciphered, you got. Uh, uh, the all the elementary reset the passphrase that gave you access to a wallet. The wallet has the one NFT and enough um, enough uh, funds to transfer back uh, the armor to yourself. And it was like a Web3 treasure hunt, basically. And to me, it's still amazing that somebody actually find it because it's easy it to find. It was really, really like. hard. It was super hard to define. Maybe yeah. go, go a little bit into the specifics of where it was hidden and how it was. Because obviously everyone knows that you had like you know, seed phrases, that was a MetaMask seed phrase, so it was, a, you know, 12-word seed phrase. Uh, but the seed phrase wasn't plainly hidden on the map. There was actually a mechanic through which you had to decipher exactly. the seed phrase. Um, basically, at the end of the quests, you had to finish all the secondary quests. Once finished, it opens a secret passage that you have to find. Once find, you find glasses, and glasses uh, switch one element to another element in the bridge then makes some text uh, readable. And we actually hid the, the order of the keys in the architecture of the School of Block itself. So, like, I went, I went like, nobody's going to ever find it. And somebody did. <laughs> but yeah, the, and, and the, when you say it was readable, it, it really, it was barely readable. And everything no, it wasn't. was super hidden. Like, none of this was yeah. obvious. It actually took no. over a month for someone to find yeah. it. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. we had to give. We had. I didn't. I don't remember if we gave out hints or not. But at some point, I. I think JJ started giving out a few hints, but it was incredible because how 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 like people were engaged. If you think about like the num the amount of content that was created around this specific quest in itself, but overall around School of Block in general. It's pretty incredible, and you know, it's great to see that people can actually enjoy themselves while getting educated and being rewarded at the same time. Which goes back to like how we started the, this conversation around like storytelling, gaming, education, and 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 Web three coming together. Um, so, what about the Easter egg for this map? Do we have one, uh, or are we planning on on on, on like developing one? We can't give hints right now, right? <laughs> it's too yeah. soon. Uh, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's the soon. same team. It's the same team. The same team that built the first map built the second map. So that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, also there is. A, we've got like this moments of uh, first uh, live uh, access to the map, 
but Sandbox has been really, really hard at work on providing a solution like the famous open night version that is going to show up uh, early next year. And this is going to be a game changer uh, for me as a builder, as a maker. This unlocks untold opportunities. And so to be fair, uh, we are waiting to build the most mind-bending thing <laughs> uh, with the new logic that is going to be available to us really, really soon. And so, yeah, just keep keep posted. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm definitely excited about this. And, um, you know, before, before we go into the logistics of how people can participate, why don't you tell us what is your favorite thing about this map? It could be a character, it could be a mission, it could be an item, it could be a specific interaction. Uh, and tell us, tell us why. The armor upgrade, I, I just love it. Like the design the, the, the artist did is, is inspired by like Gundam wings, you know, it's kind of huge mecha. Uh, we have, you can check on social media, probably there's this uh, little animation going on where like it arrives like, you know, a manga robot basically. And yeah, I'm absolutely in love with the new armor. Uh, for me, it, uh, it's Archibald. Uh, basically, this is the most recognizable character we've been working on. He's got like two versions. The way you introduced to it is an ID. It's an ID that came down the road with the minibald. Everything is perfect about it. And even the name of the rabbit is actually the name of Umber's rabbit. Umber's <laughs> uh, from our team. That is called Archibald. So right. it has such a value. Like to us, it's the way when people, when you finish a game and there is this thank you for playing at the end. Now we get what it means, honestly, because when people play the game and when, when, when we see the, the time and time and things we did and the energy we put, the, the emotion we, we put inside and we see people enjoying themselves, then I, I know, understand why people put thank you for playing at the end of the game. And Ar Archibald is definitely one of them. But Mo, you, you need to tell us what is your favorite thing of Map 2. Uh, yeah, I, I probably have more than one. I think... Um, the gallery one is incredible because I, you know, remember the call that we had like a few months ago with Nicolas Baca and, and <laughs> for people to like kind of understand how we went about building this map, we actually met with a ton of different folks that, um, had an impact on Ledger's history or were relevant with regards to, um, the gaming environment, uh, which is like, obviously it's, it's not a gaming environment IRL, it's Ledger Plex, <laughs> but it's our gaming environment, uh, so with Nicolas Bacau, he literally took us through Ledger's history uh, in an hour, starting from, you know, his first company, with, you know, which was BTC Chip or his first product and how that evolved into Ledger and the story is his first Bitcoin conference and uh, the, you know, how each and every single like Ledger product has evolved in that time. And you guys did an amazing job at bringing that to life in the in the gallery part like you you're actually walking through these different voxelized versions of the different products and even included some of like Nicolas or t old t-shirts that he was selling in 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 the first bitcoin conferences that that he attended so i thought that was pretty nice i love the voxelized version of the ledger products like the old ones i think these are like amazing collectibles i just you know want to collect them as NFTs. Uh, they, they're really nice. And then, what else? I think the trailer is pretty nice. Uh, you know, that, that that was also like a cool idea of thinking about like how can we, you know, highlight Vierzon 
for the people listening to us, you've probably never heard of Yazon if you're not French. And even if you're French, you probably, you know, Yazon is not like a famous town in France. So making sure that, you know, the, the, the town itself was like highlighted and then this, this like kind of fusion between the physical and, and, and the, and the digital came, came about and in the trailer itself showcasing that, you know, uh, transition, uh, that, that's happening in the ledger plex is, is super interesting. And it was, it was fun, like to, to, to ideate on, uh, and also the integration of all the people that work at, at the factory. Like there are so many different characters that, um, will be on the map that are actually real people that work day in and day out and, you know, manufacturing those devices and delivering them to different, uh, you know, locations around the world. So that's just a, like a tribute to them. Um, so I think yeah, these are these are like three things that I really like about this map. I couldn't choose one. The, that's the thing, and more like everybody involved in Ledger or in this map, like everybody loves what they're doing, and I feel like it's tangible when when you play it. You know, like uh, from the creators to people that told us about the hardware to people that told us about the memories. You know, everybody is super passionate, and yeah, it's like really it a pleasure shows. to work like this on something. It, it yeah, shows incredible. because uh, it's it it is what I call the charge artifact. It's like an Orcrux in Harry Potter. You put your soul into it. <laughs> and it shows because the attention to details, the, the one-liner from people, the jokes, everything has been thought and thought and thought again so that people, when people cross by, say, they actually put the effort to actually do that. And, and this is what makes a difference. And this is what at back every project we try to produce is something that we want to have this itch of pushing the envelope, trying to do as best as we can, because it's not, it's not just work anymore. It's just producing something we love and we wish we had access to when we were gaming. We are still gaming, of course, but but yeah, uh, this is like respect the people. Uh, this is how we gain respect: is paying respect, basically. I love that. How we gain respect is by paying respect. Definitely use that <laughs> down the road. Uh, well, one thing that's really interesting is that, you know, and, and kudos to the sandbox people, uh, is the fact that they will enable us to deploy these maps and have them available for folks to play indefinitely, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And that's going to be happening uh, in 2024, yeah, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. In? Uh, early in, 2024. In, early 2024. Uh... So, like, down down the road, uh, you, you, if you're listening to this, you're going to be able to play both of these maps uh, in in a way that really enables you to live the experience from from the beginning to end. Yeah. But now, what you can do is really jump into into the factory right away. Um, and how can you do that? Can you guys run us through like the the steps for for people to join? Um, so basically, you just uh, go into the map with a sandbox account so you need to have a wallet create a metamask uh, metamask or any other wallet but metamask is arguably the easiest to create something on then you create your sandbox account and then from the map uh, you can explore all the open events there is a lot and lot more and more event actually the world is really coming alive which is something we've been waiting for for a while and if you just look at ledger then you'll be able to ju jump right in on the into the factory through the map and hopefully as soon as possible we'll have the verse that is always uh, on uptime and we're planning on keeping it alive uh, adding stuff down the road um and yeah from from there it's just uh building and building and maintaining and maintaining all right guys before we wrap up do you have any like 
tips and tricks uh, to give to to the people that will be playing this map uh, in the next few weeks? Yeah, I have one trick, and maybe uh, Fab need, probably have some too. But uh, definitely read whatever the characters tell you about uh, the the product, about uh, the test, because it will really come handy when you have to face some more trivial situation in the game without saying too much. Don't speed run it too much at the beginning. Yeah, don't speed run it too much for your first playthrough, definitely. Yeah, I think I would stay. I would say the same because the first map we built. Uh, first uh, user were like uh, maybe it's not going to work because there is not enough combat or they need mm -hmm. more action and, mm -hmm. and we actually made the best one of the best retaining time because people were actually into the story so this is not just a collect and run map it's a map that has been uh, taken care to put a lot of effort in for you to get a lot of essence of what we truly believe in and It should be appreciated this way. And uh, if you look for challenges, trust me, there's going to be challenges down the road. But for now, just enjoy the quality of content that everything has been. It's like a documentary in the shape of a game. Uh, honestly, it's, uh, it's really, really charged. And just enjoy it the way it is. And trust me, challenge is going to come down the road. Well, you know, I can't thank you enough, both of you and all the team at Swipeback, actually. Uh, this is, you know... Kudos to them. Uh, there's a lot of like creativity happening, uh, you know, in that in that like very cool space that you guys have. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely like looking forward to the next episode of the Ledgerverse. Uh, we don't know that where that's gonna ha be happening yet, but it's it's definitely happening. And uh, uh, you, if you know, just into the factory, uh, Alpha Season Four will be coming after uh, th this current event. So. Definitely a lot of things to be looking forward to. And yeah, you for, for your audience, us. just so they know, uh, Mo is um, really implied in this project. We, we had a lot of fun and we worked a lot of, uh, together. So thanks, Mo, for your patience, but also all your cool insights, creativity and so on. It's, uh, it's good to be uh, given the trust to pursue our ideas and to have you behind us and on the same side. It changes everything. <laughs> I appreciate that, guys. I, you know, Fab, uh, I'll always, I'll always be, be behind you till the last minute, annoying you with <laughs> final, last minute requests. <laughs> But yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you guys and, and yeah, looking forward to the future. We'll speak looking soon. Forward. Thanks. Speak soon. Thank, Thank you thanks. for having us. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, obviously, the Ledgerverse is something that you can experience right now in the sandbox with Into the Factory. And it's really a groundbreaking approach to learning in the digital asset world. So if you believe someone could benefit from this, share the journey with them and help us make education more fun and rewarding. Explore the possibilities at sandbox.game slash experiences. This was On The Ledger with your host, Mol Said. Till next time, take care. Au revoir. This content is provided for informational purposes only and is the sole expression of our opinion and should not be relied upon as legal, business, investment, or tax advice. Do your own research. Any loss or profit is your sole responsibility. Stay safe.